0: Good morning, Black Girl Budget subscribers and friends. Happy December. I cannot believe it's December already. The year has flown by, and 2022 is basically here. Um, so first of all, shout out to all of the Black Girl Budget subscribers. Y'all know that there is something free and special dropping for y'all today, so be out on the lookout. Um, the other thing is, I every month, I ask you guys in my IG stories, What is your credit score? And I wanted to get used to checking our credit scores at least once a month, if not more than that, but at least once a month. And so this month, I got some really good credit score answers. And what I did is I found the average of all the numbers that were submitted. And so the average credit score for Black Girl Budget is a 763. Y'all, that's amazing. If you have a 763, if you're near it, if you're around it, if you're below it or higher, it's a really good number. You can do a lot of stuff with the 700-plus credit score. But on average, we have a 763. I do want to shout out, there was one person um, who had an 830, and I was like, ma'am. I feel personally attacked. Okay, so y'all are really killing it with the credit scores. And just remember, you can target your credit score as a goal and focus on trying to increase your credit score through different strategies. That's something I'll talk about at a later date. But just know that your credit score is another tool for you to use uh, in your financial bag. So Black Girl Budget is out here killing it with the credit scores. But today, we're going to talk about Can you out-budget debt? And I got this question from someone who was like, Nikki, listen, I have way more money that needs to go out than what I have coming in, um, but a lot of it is going toward debt. Not even, you know, things that I want to do or just things that I don't need but just want and desire. Um, So her question was, you know, I I budget every month like you say, but... (laughs) The debt is still debting, so what do do I do? So today we're going to talk about three ways for you to tell if you cannot out-budget debt. And then I'm going to give you five ways to do it. Now, this is not an exhaustive list, but this is something that I think is very important for us to recognize if we are in the debt management phase and we're trying to get out of debt, but it just doesn't feel like we're actually going to be able to do that. So let's get right into it. First things first. It depends. Can you out-budget debt? It definitely depends. But that's my lawyer answer, right? So I'm going to give you three ways to tell if you cannot budget your way out of debt. And when I say budget your way out of debt, I mean you are writing your budget down, you are focusing on the debts that you owe, and you're creating a plan through your budget to pay them off. Sometimes you might not be able to do that. So let's just talk about how you can tell if you're one of the people who just No matter what you do, you could create a budget, stick to it to the T, you just cannot get away from the debt. So first thing is first, if this is you, then you probably will not be able to out-budget debt. No matter what I say in this podcast, no matter what I say, no matter what literally anyone else says, you will not or cannot decrease your spending habits, specifically spending money on things that you want Because you either need a therapist to address this or you're trying to impress other people who could honestly care less or also in debt and or you haven't defined your wants versus needs. So we're going to break that one down a little bit because it is a little long. If you are someone who cannot decrease your spending on your wants, you might need a therapist. And I'm not saying this to, to be funny. I've made a video about this on Instagram there are some of us who spend money as maybe a trauma response or because we are triggered by something um, or because our spending is is tied to our emotions. So literally, no matter what I say in this episode, no matter what I post on Instagram or send in the newsletter, your spending is tied to something that I cannot fix. And you might genuinely need to consider getting a therapist. And that's okay. If you feel like you might be... That person acknowledge that, and then seek you out a therapist. Um, I think there's actually a website. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's basically like Black Women Therapists or Therapy for Black Women, something like that. And it has a list of Black Women Therapists across the U.S. So definitely check that out if you feel like you need a therapist because your spending is tied to your emotions, or you're typically triggered to go spend money by something. The other part of this is you're trying to impress other people who could care less or they are also in debt or a combination of both. Um, one thing we need to remember is we, we've kind of been given this idea that if people can see our money, then people know we have money. But true wealth is Quiet. It is not loud. It whispers to you. Um, I had somebody tell me the other day. They were like, "Oh no, I'm bougie because you know something, 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 something." And I was just thinking to myself, you know, most people who are wealthy, who are bougie, who are incredibly gifted at something or super smart, don't have to say it because it speaks for themselves. Now, if you consider yourself bougie and you say that all the time, that's not a problem. But in that particular context, she was trying to hint at some other things, and it just made me think. You know, most people who are doing or about the thing, whatever it is, it, they don't have to say it out loud because other people can already see it. So if you're truly wealthy, you don't have to. Buy name brand clothes or buy specific cars and, you know, go into debt to impress other people. Um, the other part of that is if you are trying to impress other people, you need to remember they do not pay your bills. They will not pay your bills. And impressing them doesn't necessarily bring in any monetary benefit to you. Unless you're some kind of influencer, right? But that's another story. So, you know, stop trying to impress people because that's how we get into debt. We think if we buy the card that's $50,000 instead of the card that's $20,000, that, you know, people will be so impressed with us. But they're not paying that bill, sis. So get you the affordable Prius and let's call it a day. And then a lot of the people that we're trying to impress, are also in debt with us. We're not even trying to impress people who, you know, are, are really going to show us how to better ourselves in some financial capacity. So stop trying to impress people and you, you will likely be able to budget your way out of debt. Um, and then the last part of that is you have not defined your wants versus needs. So this is a topic that kind of came up, um, over the Thanksgiving break. And so if I, I have people who are like, Oh, I really needed I don't know. Uh, I think someone said they really needed like a new purse or something at some point. And I was like, okay, I, you you might need a bag. That's cool. Um, but they got a bag that was like 200 something dollars. And I'm like, did you, did you need that bag or did you need a bag? Because, you know, Target got some cute bags. And so defining what you want versus what you need is very important because we will convince ourselves that we really need X. And, yeah, we might really need X, but there are different levels to it, right? Remember earlier I said, do we get the $50,000 car or do we get the $20,000 car? I really need a new car. Am I going to get the one that the payment is $700 or am I going to get the one where the payment is $200? You know, so define your wants versus needs and then the level of that need if it is a need you know do i need the most expensive one or can i rock with the the one that's budget friendly or the one that's just not super expensive you really need to take a look at why am i buying this specific thing do i need it and this version of the thing i'm buying is it expensive? Is it inexpensive? Am I trying to buy this one to impress people? All of that goes into getting yourself out of debt. A lot of this is mindset related and you have to remember that at some point you're going to be in a store and... <laughs> my voice might pop up in the back of your head like nikki would probably not be okay with me getting this want right now because these are my goals i'm trying to get out of debt or whatever but sometimes i might not pop up in the back of your head so you really got to start training yourself to be conscious and intentional about what you are buying and why you are buying it so really define your wants versus needs the other way that this uh, conversation came up is in regard to clothes so I was talking to a coworker and she's like, "Listen, I really need you to do a one-on-one with me to budget and, you know, we we were going through some things and she mentioned clothes. She said that her and her husband don't have any clothes and I found that same thing to be true with myself as if you all follow me on Instagram, you know I'm rebuilding my wardrobe and um over the holiday season I found that my niece was also lacking from clothes as well. And so if you think about it during the pandemic, right? We've not been very mobile. We've stayed home. A lot of us have gained weight or our bodies have just changed, not necessarily in weight gain, but our bodies might have just changed in some way. And so our clothes might not be fitting as well as we like them. Um, They might not fit at all. They might just be old. We've been in loungewear for the last two years. And so I recognize that clothes became a necessity for myself, my niece, my coworker, because we didn't have any. And so sometimes we're like... People will look at things as though it's never going to be a necessity, no matter, you know, how much you talk about it. And clothes might be that thing where people just say, clothes are not a necessity. You just want to go shopping. Well, at some point, <laughs> we're going to need clothes to go to work. We're going to need clothes when the weather changes. If it gets cold, right? You need a jacket. If it gets hot, you don't want to wear the sweatshirt. So is it a necessity? Absolutely. But in that same vein, Like I went and got my niece some clothes and don't get me wrong, there's like a whole backstory as to why I got her clothes, but um at my parents' house she was, you know, missing a few items. So I just went and got her some clothes with my mom. But what we did not do is, you know, drop a thousand dollars on her getting clothes. We we created a budget, we stuck to that budget, and then we got her necessities, right? We got her pants, sweatshirts because it's starting to get cold. We got her some undershirts, some socks, things like that. So Again, when you're thinking of what do I need versus what do I want, you really got to be conscious and intentional about that thing. So really define your wants versus needs. If if you're this person, like no matter what I say, you might need a therapist or you're trying to impress people or you haven't defined your wants or needs, you're not going to budget yourself out of debt. Like you are going to keep spending and it'll be five years from now and you will still have the same debt with the same interest accruing, trying to figure out why am I still treading water essentially. So, really think about how you are spending your money in that regard. Number two, if you are this person, <laughs> I assure you <laughs> I assure you that you cannot budget your way out of debt. You may have no idea who you owe and or how much you owe so in In order for you to even pay your debts, you got to know who you owe and how much you owe and I I can't say that I'm surprised because sometimes we just don't realize, you know, we we forgot about this credit card or we forgot about this bill or we forgot that we borrowed money from our cousin. If you're forgetting those things, you need to take a moment this month before we go into the new year because in the new year, that's when we're tackling new goals, right? We're going to be discussing goals very heavily in the new year. So sit down this month and write out every single person, right, every single person, And every single company that you owe money to, that you might owe money to, that you think somebody might say you owe them money, right? So make a full list because that is truly how you are going to budget your way out of debt. Make the list, right? Figure out who you owe. And then from there, you're going to decide which debt to tackle first. Which debt to tackle second? Which one to tackle third? And that's how you start to budget your way out of debt. But if you have no idea who you owe, it it doesn't matter how much you budget. It doesn't matter how much you change your mindset and you stop spending. Because you'll always owe someone and you just don't know you owe them. And so what this will do is it will create a sense of peace in your finances. You'll have that list and you're like, okay, I owe my cousin JoJo. I owe these student loan people's, um, they might not be getting that money, but I owe my mom and, you know, I I borrowed money and I have a credit card. So make that list. You can see that list and then get in contact with everybody. If you have not paid your cousin Jojo in two years, call cousin Jojo. Listen, I know we haven't spoken in a year because I haven't paid you that money. Um, I I know that I owe you $500. Is that how much you think I owe you? Okay, great. Can I set up a payment plan and pay you throughout the year 2022? Perfect. Thank you. Go to the your credit card company. If you have a credit card that you know you have not paid in a long time, first of all, it's messing up your credit score. Call that company, "Hey, I know that I owe XYZ. My minimum payment looks like it's $200." Can we do $25 a month instead? Something that's affordable, right? You really have to create the peace in your finances. And a lot of this is going to be dependent on just knowing, knowing your finances and knowing who you owe. Um, I will tell y'all, it makes such a big difference when you don't have bill collectors calling you and blowing you up. As a matter of fact, let me tell y'all about this scam real quick before I forget. Um, so yesterday I get a phone call from... Tampa Electric Company, which is Tico in Tampa. And they call, they're like, uh, it's a robocall. It's like, hey, you owe money on your account. If you don't pay this money, we're going to cut off your services. Now, because I am very aware of how my finances operate, this was very odd to me. So red flag number one. But when I answered the call, I realized that it was like a Tokyo number. So that was red flag number two. I press 1, I get to a representative, and the guy's like, uh, yeah, let me help you pull up your account. What's your phone number? Give him my phone number. Now, this guy sounded like he was a black American guy who might live in Tampa. And if you don't know, uh, we have a townhouse in in Florida, in Tampa. And so we do have bills there. Um, so... You know, I'm just thinking, like, okay, he sounds like he might actually work at Tico. Um, You know, there is a bit of an accent for people that live in Tampa. So I give him my phone number, and then he says, what's your address? I said, sir, I'm not comfortable giving you my address. Um, And before I could even finish, he cuts me off. He's like, well, fine, then. You can just come down to the office and handle it that way. Um, Red flag again because Tico does not treat their customers like this. So I was like, well, you know, sir, you're going to let me finish what I was saying. And he says, "Um, okay, yeah, go ahead. I said, well, you know, you're calling me from a Tokyo number that looks like it's trying to be a Tampa number, and I don't feel comfortable with that. Well, I, how, I can't be in charge of how the number shows up on your phone. So he, you know, got upset again. So I was like, sir, you are very rude, and I hung up on him. Now, when I actually called Tico... The lady tells me, oh, yeah, you do owe $27 or something on your bill. And, like, through conversation, we realized that that's normal. I owe the $27 because that was the bill for last month, but the deadline to pay that bill has not come yet. So I was telling her, I was like, well, you know, why are y'all blowing me up about $27? Y'all going to cut off my services. And she said, ma'am, that is a scam. Please do not give those people your money. It is a scam. We're trying to notify everyone about it, but they're really good with these scams. So if you are in the Tampa Bay area or just in anywhere in the world, because I'm sure everyone is dealing with scams during the holiday season, just be very cognizant of what people are saying to you about your finances, your money and being in debt. And creating that peace is, you know, so important because when you have peace about your finances and you know what's going on in your finances, it is very easy for you to debunk anything that any scammer, debt collector is calling to say. And it's so, it was, it was so just shocking for, for any company to call me talking about you owe us money because I just, I don't believe in debt collectors and all of those people calling me and interrupting my wonderful day to talk about money that I know I already paid them. So when you create that piece, when you are very aware of your finances, it creates a second layer of security when it comes to scams as well, but it also is a way to just, like, you just enjoy your day a little better. You just enjoy life a little better because you're not stressed out about, oh, so-and-so going to call me today and say I owe them money, or I'm ducking and dodging bill collectors. You just have that peace of mind, and I cannot stress enough how important that is and how great it feels. Now, I'm going to get off my soapbox. Please don't get scammed this holiday season. Also, there is um, a fake Amazon scam that's out there as well. Um they will call you and say, "Hey, there's been a $1000 charge on your account for an iPhone and a MacBook Pro or something like that." Um please call us so we can um it's like call us so we can confirm that this is your purchase. And you press 1, you get to a real person and they'll say, "Hey, um we see these charges. We just want to confirm that these are your charges. You'll Say no, oh my gosh, no, I did not charge $1,000 to my Amazon account. And then the person will say, okay, well, we can dispute this. What bank do you have? I will connect you to your bank. Now, you might say Bank of America. They're going to connect you to another person within the scam, and that person is going to say, hi, thanks for calling Bank of America. How can I help you? Hi, I want to dispute this charge on my Amazon account. It's $1,000, whatever. OK, ma'am, can you give me your first and last name, your bank account number, your address, your t- like they're going to sound like a regular bank. Right. But they're really just collecting all of your information. So just remember, Amazon has a bajillion orders coming in. They're not going to call individual people to confirm their order. Like That's, that's not going to happen from Amazon. So be very aware, because I've also seen that uh circulating on TikTok where other people have encountered that kind of scam as well. So please don't get scammed this holiday season. <laughs> Moving on to number three, how you can tell that you cannot out debt is that no matter how much you reduce your spending, your monthly expenses will always, always be more than your income, either because you make too little money or your living arrangements are too expensive or some bill is too expensive and you need to downsize. So this one is probably the most common. There at some point we need to realize that we simply do not make enough money. And and this is not for everyone, but for some people, if you find yourself every month, no matter what, your income is $3,000 every month, but for some reason, your expenses and not even, you know, crazy spending habit, but literally just your expenses and your necessities come up to $3,500 or $4,000. This means that you are probably not making enough money, um, which is common because y'all know people are not paying us what we deserve, um, especially black women who are not getting paid nearly as much as our counterparts. Um, you might not be making enough money or your living arrangements or some bill is just too expensive. And so the way you can tell is if if your living arrangement is not, you know, some fancy sky rise or whatever, you have comfortable living arrangement. Um, then it might be that you don't make enough money, but if you know you're only making I'm trying to remember what the poverty line is. I think it's like nineteen thousand or something um if you're only making about eighteen nineteen thousand dollars, you probably aren't making enough money to sustain any kind of lifestyle whatsoever um and with inflation increasing this year. It's very important for you to consider either getting a new job or requesting a salary increase um, or raise or getting you a side hustle. So I know requesting a salary increase or raise can be very nerve wracking for some people. I think that is the first way you should go about this because you're already working there. You're already putting in the time and the effort. Um, I'm going to assume that you are a good employee who does what you need to do. So, hey, boss, inflation is going up. I'm looking to get a salary increase. Here's all the work I've done. I've been with the company XYZ, um, you know, and go from there. So start with the salary increase or raise. Um, if that isn't working, consider a side hustle. There are thousands of articles and blogs about the next side hustle that will get you an extra 500 to 50 billion dollars a month. So, you know, just google some side hustles, check out Pinterest. If you follow bitch on budgeting, you will see that she talks about side hustles all the time and that she um she's very like I think she's making crazy money with her side hustle. So, follow her on Instagram, uh, her Her name is Bitch I'm Budgeting on Instagram. So check her out. She's got a list of side hustles, all kind of things and information. So that's one way to increase more money. Um, And then you might just be the person where, you know, your boss is like, no, we're not giving anybody raises. It's not going to happen. Just no. But your job might also not allow you to have a side hustle because it's too time intensive or, you know, there's some other reason why. So you may consider getting a new job. Uh, but those are the top three reasons, the top three ways to tell if you cannot out budget debt. So please drop a comment, um, like this episode, let me know if any of those three ways resonate with you and how you plan to get out of it. Cause it's one, it's one thing for, you know, one of those ways to really resonate with you. And you're like, Oh my gosh, that's totally me. She's reading me for Phil, but it's another thing to say, you know what girl, that is me. I do try to impress people. Here's what I'm going to do to stop doing that, right? You need to create a plan to get yourself out of this cycle of never being able to get yourself out of debt because you don't want to be in the same position you are today 2 years from now, 5 years from now, 10 years from now. So that's very important. Now let's talk about five ways to budget your way out of debt. And this is very important. Number 1. You need to know exactly how much money you make every month after taxes. How much are you bringing in? Is it $3,000? Is it 3,200? Is it $1,500? You need to know the exact amount. And for my people who don't get paid consistently every month, like your paychecks change a little bit, create the average. Just figure out, you know, what has my pay been for the last six months and then add that all up, divide it by six, get the average uh, monthly income that you have and use that to kind of gauge what you're bringing in every month. But you need to know exactly how much money you bring in every month after taxes from your job your side hustles um, from birthday money <laughs> like whatever money is coming in you need to make sure that you know how much it is um you'd be surprised at how many people really don't know how much their paycheck is they just know that they get money every couple of weeks or once a month so you really got to figure out how much that exact amount is number two Know your consistent, this is important, know your consistent monthly expenses and your random monthly expenses. Every month, you have the same expenses. Your cell phone bill, your rent or your mortgage, gas that you're putting in your car, groceries, insurance, those are your consistent bills. Every month you have them, no matter how much you pay on them, no matter how much you send, that bill is coming like clockwork in the next 30 days. That's a consistent expense. But then you also need to know the random expenses that you, like, you can just foresee them. So, for example, um, birthdays that might come up. Do, you, do your kids have birthdays that are coming up? Your birthday. It's not every month, but it's every year. You know it's coming. Your parents' birthdays. Is there a travel trip that you've planned? Those are your random expenses that you still need to prepare for as well. When you know those, the consistent ones and the random ones, when you know what your expenses are, you can add those all up, subtract it from your monthly income, and figure out what the difference is. That difference is so important to budgeting your way out of debt. If you don't know that difference, it, it's going to be very hard to budget your way out of debt. So again, add up all of your consistent bills that you have every month no matter what. Uh Diapers, food, Um, when I was doing one-on-one services, I had a client tell me that her nails were a consistent bill. It wasn't a necessity, but she's like, listen, there's no way I'm going to go without getting my nails done. So we need to figure out how to put this in the budget. And, And we did. So, you know, if you're that person, whatever your consistent bill is that you are not going to give up, figure out what that is. Add them all up. Subtract that from your total monthly income, which we figured out in step one. And then figure out what that difference is. Now, if you figure out what the difference is, let's just say it's $500. You have $500 left over. And when I say consistent bills, this is important too. When I say consistent bills, that includes the spending money that you have for the month. So for me, I give myself $300 for spending money every month. That is a consistent bill or expense, right, that I have. So when I find the difference between my monthly expenses and my income, If it's $500, I'm not going to take that $500 and spend it on myself because I've already accounted for spending money in my budget. So that $500 is just extra money that we have floating around right now. So make that important distinction when you make the difference between your expenses and your income. Now, number three, again, figure out who you owe money to and how much money you owe each company and each person and what the minimum monthly payment is. Again, this is going to help us create peace. This is going to help us create a plan. This is going to help us budget properly and really focus in on knocking those debts off the list. So we're going to create a list. We know we owe on our cars. We owe the mortgage. We might have a few credit card bills. We might owe a family member. Is there a personal loan? Do you owe medical debt? Uh, you know, Look at all the, the different debts that you have. Write them out. How much do you owe? What's the minimum payment per company or person? And then that extra five hundred dollars you have. That's going to be your way to really send money to those companies or those people and kind of get yourself out of debt. Right. So we're going to move to number four before I get deep on that. Number four is to determine which date debt payoff method you're going to use. I personally recommend the snowball method, and that's where you make a list of all your debts, and you start with the smallest debt, and you pay that one off first, and then you move to the next smallest, and you pay that one off second, and then from there, each debt is going to be a little bigger than the last one, but you are kind of flexing that budgeting muscle, you're flexing that debt payoff muscle, and this is also another form of target practice, um, which is something that we say at Black Girl Budget, it's where you... Focus in. You target one debt or one goal. You focus in on that and you just throw as much money to that as you can. And you're practicing for the next debt or the next goal that you're going to target and focus in on. So really focus on that target practice and decide which debt do you want to pay off first and when do you want to have paid it off by. So once you decide, hey, I have a $1,500 credit card. Um, I want to pay that off first. It's my smallest debt. Great. We're going to put that at the forefront of our goals. We're going to prioritize it. Now, remember earlier we said we let's just say we have five hundred dollars left over after we pay off our expenses and we subtract that from our monthly income. We have five hundred dollars left over. So we will say every month we're going to send five hundred dollars to that credit card and in three months. We want to have paid that credit card off. Now, that requires that we're not going to use that credit card anymore and that no matter what, this target practice, this goal to pay off this credit card is the most important thing to us in the next three months. So if somebody hits us up and says, girl, do you want to go to Bora Bora? Nope. Paying off credit card. Hey, do you want to take a random trip to New Orleans? Nope. Well, I do. But no, nope, I'm paying off a credit card. So, you know, really prioritize that goal and put it at the forefront of everything you do. And every month we're going to send them five hundred dollars. And in three months, we will have paid off that credit card and boom, our credit score increases, our debt to income ratio decreases and our, you know, again, our piece is starting to, you know, really expand. So you really want to decide which debt are you going to pay off first and, you know, in what order, and then when do you want to have paid each one off? That is going to really solidify that goal for you and help you see, okay, this is December. I want this paid off by February or March, right? Pick one. I want to pay it off by February. Boom. You know how much you got to send every month. You know when it will be paid off. So That's number four. And then last but not least, execute. Execute, execute, This Like, I can't even say this enough because people will create full-blown debt management plans, create full-blown payoff plans, and, you know, they'll write out their vision of what they want to do. And then when it comes time to hit the submit button, they get distracted. Or all of a sudden, they got to walk the dog. They got to wash the dishes. um, They got a notification on Instagram, on Facebook. Like, execute it's one thing to talk about it oh i'm gonna get out of debt oh i'm gonna pay off this deal. Oh, I'm gonna... and then when it comes time to do it well i mean you know we could use some new cabinets Well, i mean you know the kids do need another toy that they don't need you know <laughs> so you can you could say nikki i'm i'm making the budget i'm writing the plan i have all the debts written down i know which order i'm gonna pay them off and then when it comes time to pay them off, you see the money in your account, and you start to think, "I could spend this money on other things." You have to stop that thought from coming into your mind, or you have to be able to ignore that thought if it does come into your mind, because it's going to happen. I cannot. When I was in the process of paying off my car, I was sending crazy amounts of money to to my uh, car loan company. I think I would send them an automatic three hundred dollars just to cover the payment itself plus some extra but then I would also send them like an extra seven hundred dollars so basically like a thousand dollars a month and I paid my car off in um in 18 months but every time that (laughs) that I was about to send that extra payment I was like you know I could get the new purse I could get some shoes I could I could get all these things but I had to ignore that thought and execute and now I am in a much better place, much better position than I was uh, when I had that that card note, and the card note was only about two eighty three a month, but it's just a debt that I got rid of, so now I own my car, it will not be repossessed um I could sell it if I want to, I could do anything with that car because it is mine, so that's just created another layer of peace in my finances, so please make sure that you all are executing um This just requires that you make the decision that nothing is more important than this goal for the next X amount of months. And, you know, people might wonder why you're so, quote, strict about not traveling or not going out to eat or whatever. The thing is, but remember... You know what your goals are. You are trying to get to a better position, a debt-free lifestyle or maybe just a reduced debt lifestyle. You are trying to get in a better position for tomorrow, for yourself, for your family, for kids, for the next generation. Whatever the goal is, whatever your reason is, you don't have to explain that to other people. And you you will come into contact with people who are like, oh, my gosh, you know, you're always – talking about finances or focused on goals or not going out to eat or they might feel some kind of way and and that's fine but your focus at the end of the day is the financial goals that you have set for yourself and the reasons that you have set those goals for yourself so please always remember why you decided to do what you decided to do because it will help you when things get a little challenging so let's just do a quick recap the question is how can i budget my way out of debt the answer is it depends that's my lawyerly answer here are three ways to tell if you cannot no matter what i say you might need a therapist because your spending is tied to some kind of emotion or you're trying to impress people or you have not defined your wants versus your needs number two You have no idea who you owe and how much you owe. And in order to pay off your debts, you need to know that information. Number three, no matter how much you reduce your spending, your monthly expenses will always exceed your income because you either do not make enough money or something in your life is just too expensive. And it likely is your living arrangements. Sometimes it might be the cost of your vehicle as well. So those are three ways to tell if you'll just not be able to budget your way out of debt. And then here are five ways for you to do it. Know exactly how much money you bring in every month. If your income is not consistent, know the average. Number two, know your consistent monthly expenses and factor in the random expenses as well. Number three, figure out who you owe and how much you owe and what the minimum monthly payment is so you can get yourself back on track. And number four, Determine which debt payoff method you're going to use. I recommend the snowball method. And then create um, some goals. Use target practice as your way to focus on which debt am I going to pay off first and when do I want to have paid it off. And then last but certainly not least, number five. Execute, execute, execute. This requires you to hit that submit button on the extra payments to really prioritize your debt payoff goals and then continue to budget throughout the process as well. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode. This is episode 11, so we made it over that hump of 10 episodes. Go us! You guys have been really enjoying the podcast, so please like comment, make sure you follow Black Girl Budget so you are notified when new episodes drop. Um If you are a BGB subscriber, remember that you have something free dropping today. I will um make sure you guys know about that. If you're not subscribed to the newsletter, why not? <laughs> Go to the website, blackgirlbudget.com. You will see a section that says newsletter. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter. It allows you to get early access to certain content. It allows you to get free Uh, content. I cannot specify what it is, but it allows you to get free content and you will also get black girl budget updates as well as a few other perks. So make sure you go subscribe to the newsletter. Right now we have over 250 BGB subscribers. I'm so excited for what we have planned for 2022. I love y'all. Thank you for rocking with me and I will see y'all next Saturday at 9am.